Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Sharing My Truth Pod. I'm Susie. I'm here with Mel. And we are Sharing My Truth Pod. And you can follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, the whole bits and bobs. And I'm here with my good friend, Mel. Hi, babes. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, good. Well, we have, um, I know you were just in London. I was. In and the, the motherland. And it was lovely weather, which is the very unlike. The weather was unlike. nice. Well, it tends to be quite nice in May. It's just unpredictable. Yeah. Yes. But it was very, very nice. And it's good to be back. It's always good to go back. Yeah. You know, so um, get my, you know, um, injection of Britishness. I love that. On my treats and all my whatevers. And yeah. see my family and friends and stuff like that. I love so that. So it's always good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always nice to have kind of some time away from good old Toronto. And it's always nice to kind of just to see your old friends, to see your old temptations, as we could say. Do you have old flames in London who you see sometimes that Max knows or doesn't know about? (laughs) Not really, because it was so bloody long ago. Yeah. Not really. No. I mean, I guess it was. Yeah. No. And I, I didn't spend all my childhood there or all my adulthood there so that would be complicated that's so funny though if but, you did if you <laughs> yeah. if you just saw them in the streets i mean like because i've I, when i go back to edmonton yes. where i am born and from um and i it's bad <laughs> it's bad because i was, see them i was very involved in edmonton right. and i have a lot of not ex-boyfriends but just exes of all kinds right so it's experiences experiences and i see them with their babies i see them with their new wives oh wow um and some of them are just not as cute as they used to be so i'm like goodbye that's very (laughs) nice (laughs) that's very funny but um yeah not tempted there i'll say that okay that's good um but what's so great is that we actually did get a uh listener to call in Mm -hmm. and uh he left us a voicemail and for anyone who also wants to leave us a voicemail you can go to our instagram and our link there's a link in our bio or you can can also just go to our website at sharemytruth.com and you can leave a voicemail there's a button right at the top and so yeah this part this listener uh he left a voicemail and i'm going i'm not we're not gonna um we are not going to we're not going to put the recording in the podcast because just in case we don't want to name any names yeah, or anything, we're going to leave it very anonymous. But I'm just going to read um, from what he has spoken to us. Mm-hmm. His question, really. His question. So this is from our listener. How do you get through your relationship when you have more sexual chemistry with so many individuals? And how do you always say no to temptations? How do you battle the everyday flirtations, innuendos, and direct approaches for sex? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is a really good question because it's not exactly about cheating, right? Like, this person sounds like um, they have not cheated yet um, or anything like that. They're just being extremely tempted upon. um, and Tempted upon. Tempted upon. (laughs) And they would like to, or I don't know if they would like to, but they're like, they're obviously thinking about it. Yeah. 
And I mean, we don't know obviously how long they've been in their relationship or what the relationship is like at all. But from what it sounds like, I mean, this person might be having a hard time and he might be getting close to getting in to the line. cheating space. To the line. That's a great point. From my point of view, would yeah. you like to hear my point of view? No, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think this question is as old as time and yes. this is as old as Adam and Eve. I mean, oh, every great. everyone, um, this is the question about monogamy. Does it work? Does it not work? I mm. mean, this is the point is that just because you fall in love with somebody or you have strong desire, all those things for one person, and you really want to be just with that person and make a life with them, mm-hmm. obviously doesn't mean... So there are lots of chocolates in the chocolate box. It doesn't yes. mean you've had one, you can't, you don't want any of the others. Yes. And it doesn't mean that you're a human being, that you don't like f- react or feel or something. You know, it's the same like you have a crush when when you see an actor or an actress or, or whatever, you know, like, of course you're, you react to things and it's, you're not in a box. You don't like put yourself in a box and shut the, shut the box and never temptation shall ever come your way ever again. It's really a question of, if you're with somebody and it is monogamous, uh, that's up to you. You, you, if you, it is, it is. You've both decided that you want to be monogamous. That is the agreement. Then you can be tempted. Of course, there'll be flirtation and banter and people approaching you for goodness' sake. But you just don't do it. Yeah, and that's the end of it. And I think that's a really good point that you just like putting yourself in a box. It's like I think that's when shit gets dangerous, right? Because I think that's when you're tempted more. Of it's course, actually yeah. when you've put yourself in the situation where you're like, yeah, no, I'm not ever going to look at another woman or another man or I'm, I, you know, of course I'm not attracted to this other person. Of course you are. That's just human nature. It's okay to be attracted. It's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to be tempted course, in the way. It, of course. It's but not you're cheating. Not, exactly. You're not... It's, you can't, you can't feel bad about that. No, and the other thing, you can't stop people approaching you. No. You don't, somebody's going to say something to you or approach you on the street or whatever. You have no control over that. No. It Obviously, if you... I mean, I think the question I would ask this person really more is, if you are giving it this much thought, in other words, you are thinking about it. It's not just like... Sure, I see people that I fancy. That's a very English word, isn't mm. it? Um, or, you know, you fantasize about p- other people that may not be your partner or or you, yeah, you know, you have crushes on other people, but you don't actually feel the impulse to really want to do anything about it in the real world. Yeah. So it sounds to me perhaps this person is, like you said, maybe somewhere between that and the next step. So yeah. they are thinking about it a lot. So that would be my question. Why have there been lots of situations and you're thinking about it a lot? Because of course there are situations. I mean, you can go to a restaurant and somebody can flirt with you or yeah. some people flirt with. It's it's not really a big deal, is it? No. I, I know some, you know, I certainly know people where the relationships have been, where people get very upset if you even have a slightly flirty conversation with somebody or anything like that. But I think, how could you possibly think that you're never going to find somebody attractive ever again just because you're in a long-term relationship? That's completely mad. Yeah, exactly. I think it's I, it's the whole thing with like jealousy too. And we obviously have also a, a podcast episode about cheating yes. fully. Um, and this isn't exactly what this is about. This is about temptation, which is a very different thing. And we had our conversation before yeah. we, re- we started recording. It's like, 
temptation is not cheating because there are there has to be levels to this. Of course. You can't just have someone come up to you like you're saying, talking to you, or even like, and I mean, there are lines for different couples, right? Absolutely. And even like if we are, we have spoken about like, you know, um, ethical, non-monogamous relationships. Mm -hmm. So even they, those relationships have lines. Of course. Even non-monogamous relationships have lines Mm -hmm. of like, I asked you not to give another person a Mm blowjob. That's a line that your partner Mm -hmm. had for you. Maybe you could make out with them, but you weren't supposed to fuck them. Right. And that's that's their line. That's their boundary. Exactly. That's their boundary. And it's like, why were you so tempted to do that? Because we just, we get in these ways. It's just, it's finding the internal like fighting that internal whatever you have in you and not and that's it you have giving up on it and of course you know people can love people i think people don't understand this that you can love somebody but sometimes you kind of can go through ebbs and flows of not not finding them attractive but maybe being bored or distracted or whatever it is and that you are a human being but this is very different to actually cheating Mm. which as we said we had another episode and also cheating happens for a myriad of reasons and it's not just that there's something wrong in the relationship there could be lots of things but that's the thing about temptation there are temptations everywhere in life about absolutely everything you know there's temptations for you know well some people who get themselves into difficult situations where they see, steal stuff or whatever. There are temptations. Yes. In, and in even life. like uh, from our last episode when we were talking about, um, you know, body image, mm-hmm. temptations with eating. Absolutely. And like, fuck, you're on a diet. Yes. You don't want to have pizza on a Saturday night, but it goddamn looks so good. Yeah. You know? And you're like, how do you stop yourself from doing right. that? It's the exact same yeah. thing. How do you, when you're on a cleanse, how do you yeah. not have that? amazing glass of wine after a hard yeah. day of work like 100%. or you smoke or whatever it is exactly or something you don't want to do self-preservation and just self self-control self-control and exactly. and the self-control the desire to control yourself has to be stronger than the desire yes. of the temptation that means you, in most cases you don't do something because you don't want to hurt yeah. the person you're with and you know it's going to cause them a lot of pain but if you think and i think this is actually specifically women do this mm-hmm. and i know i've talked about my issues with cheating in previous episodes but you have to be realistic that uh, sorry I'm getting, I'm getting lost in my thoughts but that women think that men don't see a nice woman and a beautiful woman and look they basically in their head it's like a computer they undress her what do her tits look like <laughs> what does she look like and assume I do is, that though what too. does her vagina look like blah 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 they basically go yeah. through this kind of inventory if you actually think your husband doesn't do that about other women or your partner or whatever of course he's done it and it's like yeah. but it's not a big that's not a big deal. He's not doing anything. Yeah. But it's sort of the, and I think that women often think that if men do that, somehow they're in the realm of cheating. Yeah. That's just ludicrous. That's bullshit. I mean, if you think about porn, like then they wouldn't watch porn if they weren't interested in other images. 100%. And that is not, it's, there's nothing un, um, unnatural or, or, or strange about it. It's just that you have to, you control yourself. That's it. You literally control I, yourself. I mean, that's and it. trust me, from someone speaking who is a very sexual person and just literally just wants to fuck a lot of the time to a lot of people. It's fucking hard. Self control mm-hmm. is not easy in any ways. And whether it's about a diet or sex or any kind of temptation, we all have our things. We all have our we, things. We all have our issues. I mean, 
I as interesting that we're talking about temptation because I honestly have to say, I just rarely meet people. I think yeah, or men. I think yeah. <laughs> And I think I meet the wrong fucking men. I think really so too. What it is because I'm just like, Ugh. actually, this happened. To, this happens to me all the time. I've said this to you yeah. yesterday. This this happened to me. Sorry, it, this happened to me yesterday. I say this to you all the time. I'm on the subway, and this man. I was actually on the subway with my husband, and this man who's probably about eighty. Yeah. And he got off, and my husband's like, he has stared at your tits the entire time. But it's always men who are eighty, not the so eighty this year old. Is, this is why I don't have an issue because. The men who are staring at my bazumbas are not of any interest to me. That was such a good word. Bazumbas? Oh my god, that's what I'm calling them from <laughs> and now they, on. They are quite bazumberish, i.e. big. Does that not bazumba make you a, think? I want a couple bazumbas. 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 But anyway, so that's how I've solved yeah. my problem. But I'm <laughs> just saying, but I, you know, this isn't. You well, know, I don't want to laugh. Yeah. It's not funny. This is very serious, and I just want to say <laughs> it is serious. But I want to say to this person. Yeah. This is completely normal. Yeah. Everyone has struggled yes. with this at some point on some level with whether it's them or their partner or whatever. It is a normal human thing and you can of course you can't control whether you find somebody else attractive. But by finding somebody else attractive is not betraying the person you are with. That's the the thing to understand. Yeah. As long as you don't do anything. Well, I do think also like and we've um it is I think that it's harder for men. Yes. Because one, we've spoken about this. It's just biology. Yes. And men are much more physical people. When men cheat or if they feel more tempted, let's say, it's because that they might have some kind of a physical void in their relationship they're in. And that obviously that could be the way of women. It's not just like black and white. But in the way of women and why they may feel more tempted, it's because of the emotional void that they're not feeling. Maybe they want more attention in their relationship yeah. that they're not yeah. getting. Or it's maybe spiritual and they just feel like they're just, they have to, you know, they ha- some kind of higher thing is bringing them to a different level than the, uh, what their partner's at. And they feel yeah. like they have to kind of move away from this is that w- women you're talking women about? Women I'm yeah. talking about, sorry. Yeah. So just men are much more physical. Women are much more emotional and spiritual in the way of like their temptations and their cheating. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just basic also, biology. The yeah. boys have to swim. They've got to get out. And I, I think I said this to you, like the only time in my life I've really understood this, like, you yeah. know, the term blue balls, like, you know, of course. I mean, obviously I don't have balls, so I don't know what that is like. But the only time in my life I've ever understood what that could possibly be like is when I was breastfeeding. Yeah. And your boobs get so big. And so if they're not like, you know, yeah, the milk on. doesn't come. Exactly. I was trying to make that not sound weird. <laughs> but they get so huge. Yes. They literally feel it's horrible that they're going to implode. And if you think my boobs are big now, right. they were absolutely as large as my head each one that's a lot of boob and they were like just ready to like implode unless it's kind of released yeah and this is a very strange analogy i realized but it's the only time i've understood if your balls are full it it's you gotta get it out yeah and so uh, women their desire for sex and the way they're aroused is totally different yeah because Although obviously you feel aroused, but women, it's easier to control that you just kind of pull it back. You can actually, in your mind, pull it back. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't want to do something. And sometimes, obviously, if normally if you've had too much to drink, you kind of go further sometimes than you you should have done. You know, yeah. because because that barrier is 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 removed. Yeah. But with men, there is a biological 
I mean, that's what I think, and somebody's probably going to gum for me. But I think that there is a biological need, and that is probably why temptation, if if it goes too far, too far, too far, too far, it it happens for a num for a number of reasons. But I would like to caveat this, yeah. Susie, by saying I'm not in any way excusing this. Of course not, and especially you not. Absolutely, yes. And but. Yeah, I, I do think there's a but because we, we looked at some facts and it means that biologically, supposedly, yes. there is that difference between men and women and the idea 100%. of temptation and why women and men might be more or men might be more likely to be tempted than women. Although the, the, the facts on cheating don't actually bear any of this out. So no. we could be just talking a but little bollocks. <laughs> I mean, it's so hard because I'm going to give it to men. Women are just way more attractive. You know what I mean? Women are more. You know what I mean? That's and like I get it. It's fucking hard being a man in today's age when there's a whole slew of hot women out there to look at, especially on Instagram, in porn, in person. You're literally bombarded with hot women everywhere. Right. Yes. And so I'm not saying it's easier for women because there's also hot men in most of these places. I mean, like, if you're a hot young woman downtown, porn. I don't know where no, all the revolting the men. But like, I'm saying, like in person, like you get like you know you're out with your girls. There's mm. and if you're like you know you're trying to have a good time, mm. there's always some single man or some other man mm. who or wants to come old. talk yeah. or an eight year old <laughs> who wants you. Yes, you know. Yes, and it's and it's, it's not, not easy. For it's everyone. not necessarily the other way around. Yeah, I think it is easier for men to find. Women the men women to find men. I don't know. That's another whole thing about well, women why are that picky. Is. Yeah, and now I'm gonna get criticized saying like standards or yeah, of course. But women, yeah, men would fuck a pie. There's but a whole movie on it. There is. Yes, <laughs> they would. You they know. Would. Yes. So I, I yeah, we're not yeah. That's that's good though. Th- what's good though that that there's... just that women have maybe more standards. I'm happy for us. I am very happy for us, and I definitely have those standards. So you know. <laughs> Um, uh, we were talking about also uh, hall passes. Yes. And obviously like bachelor, bachelorette parties mm-hmm. in the way of like, mm-hmm. these are what they used to be. It used to be just kind of get out of your fucking system because you're going to be married or whatever yes. it is. Maybe you are married and you're like, you're going to go on a trip. I know what you're going to do. You can have two days to fuck around and then you're back to it. Or how does it work? I've never had a hall pass. No, no. Well, neither have I. But I think I think the I think point it, of a yeah. whole pass. So what you the two things? Too. Yeah, there is a whole movie about it. There's several that are appalling, but that's another discussion. But the, there's two things. Like a whole pass is when you've actually agreed. You've actually had a conversation. It's not some theoretical bullshit, or you think it's okay. You've actually agreed, right? Yes. Very rarely is that ever going to happen. The second thing, when you're talking about bachelor parties, we call them stags in the UK, where I know. A few situations. I'm obviously not going to divulge those situations. For many, many years ago, I hasten to add, where the men went on a bachelor party, their stags, and they did do things they shouldn't be doing, and their wives do not know and never found out. And that is definitely not what you should be doing. No. So just remember that, boys. Just because it's your stag, which is a terrible name, or your bachelor, that doesn't mean you're still a bachelor or a stag or either of those two. Yeah, you're not those things. You're going to have a fun time with your mates and perhaps drink a bit too much. Yeah. I mean, you might end up in a titty bar, you're not but you're to not fuck a meant to touch the titties. Yes. That's the key. You can look at stuff. <laughs> Don't touch it. 
you can look at a pussy. We're not going to say no. Well, in some countries, that's legal. That's legal here, isn't it? The whole nudie thing. Yeah. Well, different countries, it's you get just the tits. And anyway, this is a whole. This is going to hold. I think it's reason. province to province. Is it really? I believe so. I'd love to be in that meeting, <laughs> in that government meeting. So in this province, we are allowed no vaginas. <laughs> in Ontario, we allow the vagina to come out. The g-string has to be at least two inches. inches. Yeah. <laughs> Cross the vulva. That would be. Fantastic. I want to be in that meeting as well. Doug Ford, if you'd like to call me, I want to be on the committee for that. That's very funny. Oh my funny. God, that's really, really funny. But yeah, so like hall passes, do they work? We don't know. We haven't had one. We don't know. I mean, I think they might. I think in certain relationships and you talk about it and you've been in the relationship and you have actual trust. If you both go and do it, then I think it can work. Traditionally, I think the whole pass was often given from the woman to the man. Well, yeah. If you both go and do it, and and then you both come back and you talk about it, not the actual nitty-gritty ins and outs, because nobody really needs to hear that, but just like kind of what happened, then okay, I can sort of see how that possibly could happen. Not in a million bajillion years could I ever have done that. Yeah. However, I do understand that. But I think you both need to go and do it because if you don't, it's going to be lingering there forever. 100%. And then you're going to do – Well, the temptation is going to come. That's terrible. No pun intended. Sorry. Temptation is going to come along and you're going to fall into the pool of temptation and do the dirty. And then you're going to think, oh, it's okay because I didn't use up my whole pass. But it's not okay because <laughs> you should have done it when you had the whole pass. The whole pass expires. There's an expiry date. Anyway, enough. So you have to talk passes. about the. Re- <laughs> you have to talk about the expiry date when yes. you're doing a whole pass. Yeah, I think it's it has to be two days. A defined May twenty days. May twenty first to May twenty second because you're out to Connecticut for a hall right. for a you right. know it has a holiday. to be decided a holiday in Connecticut. That's <laughs> kind of all the hot women are very obviously random thought. Yeah, but it has to be a specific time, and if you don't find anybody, well. You know, tough bananas, really. Tough bananas, exactly. I mean, I mean, well, there's also the, you know, there's levels of commitment yes. in relationships. Yes. And obviously that's should be a communicated. Absolutely. But with the, that's not your in partner. your head. It, no. You've actually got to have spoken about that. <laughs> so it's like. I know lots of people, are, it is in their head. Yes. Yeah, so it's you, like, are you actually committed to this person? And have you spoken about it? And how much are we both communicating and committed to each other? Absolutely. And I think pretty much. Most people have issues with this. Yes. Because it's very difficult. And then the idea of talking about what you actually want and what you think the other person wants to hear and is not going to get offended, et cetera, et cetera, is a very fine line. It truly is. It really is problematic. But it's, I mean, sometimes you just got to kind of, and some people say this, I'm not saying this is right. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) sometimes, People say it's easier to ask forgiveness than it is to ask permission. Interesting. So. Interesting. Is it? I've no idea. Maybe it is. Like maybe you do the dirty, as we say. Mm-hmm. You come back, you feel bad about it. You're like, that's actually not what I wanted to do. And then you try to ask forgiveness. Depends how many times you've done it. Well, maybe it was just the one time. Let's just, just the say. the one time. I think it depends on who the person is, obviously. Yeah. The relationship. So like. some people it might be fine and they might go, okay, it was just sex. And that's one thing. Obviously, if there are emotions, that's another whole thing. And that's very painful. I think it really depends on who your partner is. And at the end of the day, if you're with this person, yeah. you know where their line is. 
Yeah. So you know that if you say it, they're just going to lose their shit. Like me. Yes. So I would lose my shit. That would be the end. That's it. You know, whereas 100%. other people would be like, okay, that's not cool. Other, you know, it just really does depend on on the. But yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting way of putting it. Permission rather than for forgiveness. I mean, yeah, it's it is very interesting because I mean, I think a lot of people don't do it this way. I think like how I thought about it was when I was like, you know, doing something bad and I was like a teenager. And it's right. way easier to ask forgiveness from right. your parents than it is to ask permission for right. some things. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, in this day and age, yes, maybe sometimes it is just easier to talk to your partner after the fact when you mm-hmm. actually have more clarity on the situation. Right. Instead of when it's all kind of jumbled in your head, you think you want to do this, you don't know if you want to do it, maybe you're going to do it, you have a plan, but you're like, I don't fucking know. And so you do it because it's so exciting and enthralling mm-hmm. and exhilarating. And then you come back and you're like, I didn't want to fucking do that. That was horrible. But I right. have to tell my partner because I right. have a conscience. So it's really, really difficult. I mean, I, I think it's, I mean, it'd be interesting to know how old this caller was who called us. Because I do think that's an interesting thing. Like, if you're younger, like your age, um, you know, you're 28, you're 28, but or you're much younger, you're probably more likely to be in a situation where you're meeting people like i go out a lot socially and i have lots of friends but it's kind of the same people they're Mm -hmm. all married i'm not like meeting fantabulous i love everyone you're my friends i'm not Mm -hmm. saying that you're not fantabulous but i'm not meeting new people yeah i also think the older you get if you have kids and you work and so on you obviously don't go out the way socially the way you did when you were younger because quite frankly aren't enough hours in the day and i'm tired yeah and it's just different it changes so you your circle is different. You have less and less time for your friends because there's so much going on in your life. So you don't meet as many people. Mm-hmm. So maybe the temptations are different. Does that make any sense mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whereas obviously when you're younger, you're going out all the time. You're in bars, you're in places, in clubs or whatever you're doing. You're in places where there are new people all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. And who are young, who are also young and fit and, and want to fuck. And yeah. fuck, exactly. And that's the other thing, is your frame of mind. If you actually what this person's frame of mind is is your frame of mind like it sounds like his frame of mind is like i want to be doing this i feel like yes i know this it's sort of like i know this is right and i do want this however i kind of want that too and i want to do that too so where are you on that dial Mm -hmm. so i would say if i take myself for example i'm not in that frame of mind of wanting to meet anybody else or have sex with anybody else and and therefore i don't really meet them because I don't yeah. go to um, clubs and bars. God, I don't know the last. Actually, bars, maybe that's different. But clubs, not for a very, very long time. Yeah, I think that kind of stops in your late 20s anyways, usually. For clubs specifically. Bars, just, no. Bars everyone goes to. bored of it. Well, yeah. Like, no one's fucking trying to spend $2,000 for bottle service right. or whatever the fuck it right. costs these days. Like, And no, I used I to love clubs. I was a big club. Oh, girl. a little club kid. I loved a bo- yeah, I loved a boogie from, you know, when I was very, I'm joking. A boogie. But when I, I don't know, and my, if I said that to my, my girls, they'd be like, oh my God, mom, you cringe. <laughs> but, you know, I went to clubs <laughs> when I was 15, 16, yeah. you know, and all the way up to, you know, amazing clubs when I was living in Europe. But I loved that scene, whereas my, 
now husband who I met when I was 24, he hates, he can't dance to save his life. I mean, he's oh. got the real, he was doing the dad dance at 24. Yeah, no rhythm. He, no rhythm. He absolutely hates it. And so then there's that too, right? Yeah. And, and you're, because I would always be going to clubs with my girlfriends and out until five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Which that is not my husband's bag, Max's bag, being out till five. He's like, no, I want to go home and go to bed. I mean, even probably, I think when he was 24, he wasn't really very interested. Where I was always out, like my girls do that now, they're clubbing. Yeah. I was doing the same thing coming wow. home at five o'clock in the morning. Because I thought it was amazing. And then you get sick of it. Yeah, of course. Well, you want to meet so many people. You want to do all the things. That's it. You're you want to FOMO. continuously. Exact FOMO. Yeah. That's exactly it. You want to continuously meet people. So there is continuously temptation. Yes. And if you're younger, it's you, and you're prob possibly not attached, then, well, obviously, then it's not an issue. But there is continuous, there are continuously people, there's continuously temptation. So then I would ask this person, this listener, the question of like, where are you going that you're always I mean is he talking like every day like he goes and gets his coffee from Starbucks and he has a flirty flirt with right, the barista or, bar or whoever and then he comes into work and his secretary is like yeah, hot for like, him and then what is going on <laughs> This man lives a very sexual life. Well, right? well, yeah. I mean, I think it sounds like a very exciting life, quite frankly. But, I mean, the, the short answer to his dilemma is if he is with somebody that he's committed to who and they have decided they're committed and it's a monogamous relationship and they shouldn't be, you know, seeing, doing whatever mm -hmm. other people, then you can't. Yeah. And the temptations and your, if you have a high sex drive, you got to find a way of dealing with it. Yeah. And and I would say, if you don't, trouble will be afoot. Trouble is sounds like it already is. Yeah. There <laughs> will be trouble because yeah. your desire, your sex drive will be much too powerful. A hundred percent. And it's so hard, especially when you have those those high desires. High desires. High desires. For... um. For just the pe like the people who you're seeing so every day. Penis. The <laughs> She's being I serious. honestly should have. And my head I should have. penis. Yeah, sorry. When sorry, you have boy. the high desires for the penis. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, yeah, when you have the high desires for the people that you're seeing every day, like we're saying, or just like... Well, that's a problem, isn't it? I think it's also just so hard with social media. We spoke about this briefly. Like, you have so many people who you're seeing every day on social media that you're like... Maybe you're speaking to them. Maybe you're replying to their stories. They're replying yeah. to your stories. Like, you think that they want to fuck you, and then maybe you, like hang out for coffee and you're like I don't fucking like this person and then right. you're like just kidding I want to go back to my partner like it's like yeah. a kind of a cycle where you kind of it's like the grass is always greener on the other side yeah it's like you want to fuck someone else because it's going to be more exciting or maybe you're just not getting enough at home and it's you got to yeah. get yourself into this bad situation this bad rhetoric yeah. in your head yeah I mean I think I would say that if you are with somebody and you're like that sort of classic image of you're sort of embracing your partner, but your eye is kind of always looking over that person's shoulder to see who else is around. Yeah. If that is your frame of mind, this is not going to go well. Yeah. With this, that is not a good place to be. If you are just talking about the fact that, of course, you find people attractive or you have a bit of flirty banter with somebody. Yeah. Or there are situations where you see a very attractive woman or man and kind of think, oh, what's going on beneath? That is completely normal. Mm -hmm. And everyone feels those feelings. Yes. They just don't act on them. It's just kind of, it passes and that's it, right? Yes. That is completely normal. But that, as far as I'm concerned, shouldn't be some major battle. 
It should be just a, a normal kind of healthy human being. 100%. If you are continually looking over your partner's shoulder that you supposedly love and want to be with forever and blah, 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 your prince or princess charming. Oh, God. And you are always thinking, is there another yes. whatever out there? Then there's your problem but this is like this is why i always say like there's there's no way we only have and i know you believe in soulmates or whatever there's no fucking way you only have one goddamn soulmate and you're this meant to be with this person forever it's like there are many people who you may match with that might be different better matches for different reasons maybe they're all not perfect but you have better matches for some reasons better matches with other reasons and you're never going to be completed by this person so no. it's like you have to obviously learn how to entertain yourself um, if you want to make a commitment work, but if you don't want to make the commitment work, then that's your answer. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, just to, I know we differ on this. Just to <laughs> just to kind of add my two yes. cents worth, I I think, and I do actually think this is a generational thing because I hear it a lot, and particularly from Gen Zs and Millennials, this idea of this person can't fulfill me a hundred percent or be my hundred percent. And I would say I think it is. For my generation, I would say, of course they can't. Yeah. They're a human being. But that's the point. And I would say about myself, I was never looking for somebody mm -hmm. that could be my 100%. I'm not anybody's 100%. Mm -hmm. How are they going to be my... And why do I need 100%? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just a, my perspective is completely different. I look right. at it com in a completely different way. Um, but I, the, the issue of temptation is a separate thing that I think for most people, it bubbles in a small way. Some people, if it's huge, then it is problematic. It really is. And it, it if you are going to act on those urges oh. and... Mm, <laughs> 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 um, that sounded very strange. <laughs> We've been spending a lot of time with Mr. Mowgli today. Oh, so my God. I don't know what that was. But anyway. Uh, now I've completely <laughs> lost sorry. my train of thought. Um, you were talking about... act on your, your yes. urges. Then that is a whole different thing. And we have done episodes on monogamy and polyamory and there are a lot that in those relationships where they're ethically non-monogamous and they set all those boundaries and that's 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 incredible that they yes. can do that and that is exactly what you should be doing uh -huh. it you should not be and we did this episode on fuck boys like you should not be promising shit to people yeah fake promises to get them into bed telling them any old bullshit to get them into bed um i mean you know you probably shouldn't be believing either but that's another discussion <laughs> but it, it's this question of um you, you know what your relationship is with the person you're with you know what you, you should know that so you know that if you do something and you step over the lines and the boundaries that you've already set you're gonna hurt them and so you have to it's self-control and that's the end of it and if those urges and temptations are too big then maybe you should actually question what you're doing with that person. Yeah. And then we go into your territory talking about the 100%. Yeah. Because nobody is going to tick all of your boxes. No. They're just going to tick most of them. And you're going to want to spend your time with them. So if I talk from my perspective, I want to spend my time with my husband. And for many reasons, he's very supportive and, you know, he's a very... um yeah, I guess supportive person and, and a very strong person in my life, particularly for me who's come from a, not a great childhood. And I found somebody who was incredibly supportive and that was really important. And maybe inadvertently I was looking for that. Mm -hmm. But of course there are things 
that he does that annoy me and I do things that annoy him. I mean, yeah. of course you do. There's no way you could be, yes, I'm absolutely perfect, although of mm. course I am. No. And then <laughs> you are the queen, darling. Yeah, I am the queen. That's just not going to happen. Yes. It's, it's very tough because it's like, obviously, no one's going to be a 100%. No. You it's can't impossible. ask for that. But it is like, they're, they're, why are you looking there's for always, it? There's always going to be another person who... Possibly. Yes, exactly. Like it's, well, possibly, like there's always that possibility, but you're, as long as you're not like, like I try not to regret any of my decisions because mm-hmm. they all bring you to you where you are right now. But, you know, you have to be in the mindset of like, you don't have to look for something or someone, but you have to be open to possibilities. Yes. Obviously, you don't want to hurt anyone no. in between that. But, you know, there's always going to be, there's always another fish in the sea. There's always <laughs> another fish Whether in the sea. Whether they're better or they're worse or maybe they're the same or, you know, mm-hmm. good and bad in different ways. You know, maybe this person is not the one for you. And yeah. that's totally fucking okay. Absolutely. If the uh, if the temptations are too frequent, too often, and I would say, and I always say this, if they're becoming obsessive, if anything in your life you are doing to an obsessive level, and I don't care whether it's sex, whether it's alcohol, whether it's eating, whether it's gaming, I don't care what it is. If you're doing it to wanking and it's obsessive, you have got an issue. Yeah. I don't like to say problem. There is an issue. If it is overtaking your life, then there's an issue. Yeah. And you need to tackle what that issue is. Shopping, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. If you if you like doing certain things, like you, you know, you like having a pizza on a Friday night or shopping on a Saturday or whatever they are within boundaries or, you know, even the boundaries of sex or like I just said, wanking, masturbating. Wanking. You know, the... the then it's okay. But if it overtakes everything else in your life, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is, then you are creeping into somewhere where there's an issue. So that would be my reply, my response to this listener. If it sounds to to us, like we the message that we got, that these temptations are quite big. So are, if they are becoming obsessive and they are really consuming your thoughts, which kind of his message sounded a bit yeah. like that, then then you need to think about that bit yeah. if that makes sense if it's just every day like oh i saw a girl she's quite cute or yeah, yeah, i wondered yeah. what her boobs looked yeah like or whatever it is or the jj or whatever yeah, so this girl's nipples out exactly. that's that's come on that's that's totally different but if it's taking over your life yeah. doesn't matter what it is then then you need to take pause for thought there you go no i love that that's my that's my answer honestly i agree yeah okay. i think i think that makes sense i think Obviously, being obsessed about anything isn't good. No. And you have to you have to take pause. You do. For thought. Is that what you said? Pause for thought. Yes. I love it. Pause for thought. Well, I hope this really helped our listener. I really do. And, that, and for and anyone else who yeah. is obviously dealing with temptation or cheating or anything like that in their lives. Absolutely. And I would like to also say to this listener, thank you. Sorry. Don't know what that funny sound was. Thank you very much for leaving that message because that also takes a lot of courage yes something you're struggling with and you're trying to find an answer and i would like to say to you from me is that you have taken the first step by trying to find an answer or searching or speaking voicing it that's a big deal rather than it going round and round and round in your head and driving you mad absolutely and that's what we love like we we are having these conversations because these are things that we've obviously thought about too. Of course. This person is not alone. Whoever yeah. else is dealing with this is not alone. 
these are real things that happen in everyday life and it's fucking hard to be a human (laughs) everything we talk about on this podcast is things that have happened to us you know that's why we call it the the podcast is called sharing my truth yeah because it's about things that have happened or happen to people all the time yes and life and feelings and thoughts and sex and everything else is not easy we all think it should be straightforward but it's not no and that, there you go. That's my... I love it. That's it. If you guys want, if anyone listening wants to uh, share any voicemail with us, uh, you can find that on sharingmytruth.com. You can go there and click the little voicemail button, leave us a voicemail, uh, and we will listen to it and you might end up on the podcast. Not your voice, obviously, um, but another version of yourself. Exactly. And we will talk about it and discuss. Um, you can always say in your voicemail if you'd like to include it or if you just want us to talk about it or whatever you can also leave information like that you can always dm us on our social media you can obviously we're gonna keep everything anonymous dm us you can say if you'd like this included or if not we just want to chat we're happy to just chat with you guys that's amazing that's what we love to do so yeah definitely reach out to us we love hearing from you and we're all dealing with this again don't feel like you're alone absolutely everyone's trying to fuck well there you go (laughs) she said it (laughs) Well, thanks so much, guys. I can't wait to hear you. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Absolutely. I love More you, I love you too, darling. Ah, okay, everyone. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. 